Hot Springs Village Inside Out is a closer look at the greatness of Hot Springs Village, Arkansas and the surrounding areas. People, places, experiences. Hot Springs Village is one of the most beautiful places on earth. Join me, Randy Cantrell, and my co-host, Dennis Simpson, as we engage in weekly conversations to explore Hot Springs Village Inside Out. Today's show is brought to you by Central Arkansas's favorite radio station, KVRE. Find them on the dial at 92.9 FM. Stream them live at kvre.com. Remax of Hot Springs Village, the award-winning Remax of Hot Springs Village is the largest real estate office inside the village with over 30 full-time agents and support staff. Visit them to learn more about this beautiful place to solve your real estate needs. Call them today at 1-800-364-9007 or find them online at explorehsv.com. They are Remax of Hot Springs Village at 1-800-364-9007 or online at explorehsv.com. <laughs> oh, the things that happen before we press record, don't they, Cindy? Yes. <laughs> I'll tell you what, a very, 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 uh, very, very, very happy to see Miss Cindy again. Cindy, it's been a while since we've talked about short-term rentals, hasn't it? Yeah. About, well, I guess it's it's been several months, I guess. Tell me what you see that's happened or changed in the last six months, eight months. Um, probably in the last six to eight months, the number of rental units available that have been added to the pool has gone up this high mm-hmm. and the demand for rentals has gone up this high. Aha. Uh-huh. So there's, so there's we're this. a little out of balance. There's this, there's this. <laughs> yes. If I'm not mistaken, I think the last time we were talking about a year ago, we talked with the board and talked about some stuff and it seems like it was about that time, maybe nine months. And I think there was 250, 270, something like that. Mm-hmm. And I think air DNA says there's like 470 now. So, I mean, we're coming on close to doubling in the village. Is that right? Um, yes. Probably over the last 12 months. Yes. Yeah. And so demand hasn't done that, huh? Not as much, no. So I would say the um, the amount of rentals is, is exceeding the amount of demand by probably about twenty five percent, maybe thirty. Really? Well, and and we were we we have lunch. We're friends. We go, and we were talking the other day about how just right at what it was it September. I mean, it went yeah. from we're going to book three months out, we're going to book two months out to we're booking this weekend. Yeah, and and that was a big change for us. What uh, and tell us what what happened there. Well, I think it started back in um, July was pretty normal. Um, August, things started to die off. And then everybody went into panic mode because we didn't have any reservations. And everybody was booking like four to five days out. I mean, there was no planning ahead at all. I don't know if it was the economy, gas prices, just unsure about everything. But um, my October has been the same way. Um, All my October reservations have all come in in the last probably seven or eight days. So let me read between the lines here. You've got a whole bunch of rental property owners who are going, where's the reservation, Cindy? Where's the reservations? And you're like, hang on. They'll be here. I hope maybe they're coming. (laughs) They're coming. Yep. They said they would be here and they're, they're on their way. Right. Yeah. September was kind of the same way. It filled in really late. 
Yeah. And, uh, yeah. and then October, they're planning a little further in advance, maybe another week, but I don't see anything more than 14 days out. Do you think this is the new normal? I think it is. I just think the way things are going and the way the world works and just the economy, I just think it's is our new normal for this year. Just a lot of uncertainty, you think? Yeah, I think I so. Think, I think one of the things that you and I need to make note to the other people who Hey, we're going to get an Airbnb because that's like, you know, just minting money. It's just like money in the bank and we'll just do that. And it won't be that hard. Right, Cindy? Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's what, <laughs> yeah. Well, what you said, what you yeah. said, right? No, I, I guess what I'm trying to say is that that market is getting much more crowded and it's much more challenging. Wouldn't you say? It is. Uh, the competition is getting stiff. And um, like I said, I think it'll balance out eventually. But for right now, it, the competition is, is pretty tight. Um, I think by next summer we'll level out. I think because demand is has been increasing on a on a regular basis, um, and then I think we just had a spike in houses. So even though I think the houses are up here, demand will eventually will eventually level out. I think, um, I think but that, I don't see it happening before next summer. Yeah, that makes a whole lot of sense. So I, you're saying there was just like a because everybody was the FOMO fear of missing mm-hmm. out. Well, I don't want to, I don't want to miss my air opportunity to buy a pro- house with cheap interest rates, cheap prices. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And, and set it up and get it going. Um, and I know you've added a lot in the last year. I know what's doing best. Is it blue chips? And, and by that, I, I need to define my market here. When we talk about blue chips, Cindy and I are talking about properties on the water, properties on the golf course, properties with a view, as opposed to where I like to stay sometimes, which is just at the end of a cul-de-sac, leave me alone. I don't want to talk to anybody today kind of thing. Which right. Who's doing better or is it across the board? I think occupancy wise, I, I think the smaller, less expensive townhomes in, in, in my arena are doing the best. Really? Um, the golf course, Lake Holmes, of course, Lake Holmes were great in the summer. They're still doing good through October. That's going to die. Um, January, February going to be tough for everyone, I think. But uh, with the racing season and being at the West End with smaller townhomes, we get overflow from the track. We get overflow from the casino. Um, it's a more inexpensive place to stay. We get a lot of travelers. Um so that seems to be the highest rate of occupancy for us right now. Well, we're, we're talking like everybody's an insider, but there's a lot of outsiders. Tell me what happens at the racetrack this year. What goes on? The races. <laughs> the little horses go Ca- around the track. Caught you flat-footed. No, they, they, they're starting. They start the yearly races are starting in December Early. this year. Yes, yeah. December this year. Yeah. So, and, and let's be frank about it. Uh, for you and I, when we're talking about having a, a not a problem, but a lull, February is the lull. It December, yeah. January and February are just slow. But you know, it used to be February the fifth or eighth or something like that. The races would start, and that was really a little bit of an injection. But the racing season year has actually moved calendar wise back into December. And then it goes past Easter. Now, typically right. it right. used to go right up till Easter or spring break or whatever you wanted mm-hmm. to call it. Uh, and, and the reason I say that 
Diane CPA, my wife is a CPA and April the 15th, we never got to go to the races because they're, apparently they're doing this thing called taxes. Who knew? Yeah. I, I, is that a yearly thing? Do they do that every year? I think so. I thought I it was October, but apparently it's, it's supposed to be April. <laughs> <laughs> As we record this in October, she is working her tail feathers off today too, but uh, no. So, uh, but, but, for January to get a little of injection and for, for February to get some more flow there. And I do see, and I want to be very frank for those that are, are truly interested in this. Uh, we've had some people will have golf tournaments that'll fill up a unit for a weekend or so. Uh, we've had more and more people that are coming to the Northwood trails, the uh, biking system out by the North side of, of uh, hot springs. You can stay in hot springs and make it to the Northwood trails pretty easy. You can stay in the village and really get to the Northwood trails really easy. It's, and it's a, it's a complex that the Waltons helped build that actually goes around the old water treatment plant and the other stuff in that area on the North central part of Northeast part of hot springs. Gorgeous, gorgeous. And people just rave about the North woods, how beautiful that is. So we see those events. What, what, what kind of calendar events do you see that tickle the calendar? Um, the tennis tournaments, um, the tennis tournament, there's three golf tournaments. Um, even the uh, member member will draw in some lodging necessities. The, the member um, member, what? what? The member member golf tournament where both people have to be property owners here in the village. But oh. you might have a an, an adult child that only owns a lot so they can golf and then they get to come up and do the member member together. But they still need a place to stay. Maybe there's not room at mom and dad. So sure. we have that one. We have the invitational golf tournament that draws a lot of traffic. There's about 150 teams that do that. Really? So, really? Yeah. So that that's a big deal. Well, and it's silly because, I mean, we live in the same place. You don't live two miles from our house. Yeah. But at the same time, everything I've got's on Lake DeSoto. It's all on the West End here. Mm -hmm. And we hardly ever get a golfer. I mean, it, it's rare. It, we, we do, but the, very, the, the, we had a couple that came and stayed a week and a half ago when they had a youth tournament and their son was playing yes. And, yes. and that's why they were here. And that's about it. I mean, we just don't, we don't get that level of people at, as in the rest of the village. And, and what I'm trying to draw is, is that it's like 17 miles from one end of the village to the other. Right. We're at the three mile marker. A lot of your units are in the nine to 12 to 15 Golfville, yeah. as Stephanie Heffer calls it. Yes. Uh, but in, in Golfville, there's a lot of rentals there too. And those really are golf tied, right? Yes. Yes. Mostly because of the distance to uh, most of the courses that host the tournaments. DeSoto used to host a lot of the tournaments, but it's gone more towards the uh, Ponce, Isabella, Magellan. So um, people just like to be closer to where they're going to be golfing. It's kind of funny, you know, <clears throat> it's, it's literally from here to there, it's 10 minutes, 15 minutes, yeah. but, but in people's minds are like, well, we want to be close to the golf course. I'm like, mm -hmm. are, are you walking over there? What are you, what are you <laughs> going to do? Like, okay, sure. We actually had a reservation this morning uh, for December the 23rd through the 25th. Mm -hmm. And it's a single mom with two twin boys and she's from Canada and she's currently living in Dallas. And they wanted to know if there was a place they could take a polar bear plunge in the lake on the 23rd of December. And I'm like, probably any place, probably anywhere here. And you, you won't could, need to bring your ice drill. <laughs> you, you won't need to bring an ice drill. And, and her question was, which I thought was, she said, will there be any snakes? I'm like, not in December. Yeah. No, no, probably not. And yeah. actually, you know, it's a funny question, but bring it around real quick and mention it. 
you know, we're having nights that I think last night it was in the high forties. Yeah. We're, we're in the first week of October as we record this, but you know, about now, unless they're laying in the sunshine, the snakes are really slowing down. All, yeah. all everything's kind of just, oh, we're not as busy <laughs> as we were fishing the whole nine yards. And, and I see people in the lake this last weekend. I think the high was 82, 83, something like that. And the water is comfortable. It's not mm-hmm. warm, but it's comfortable, but let's mm, give it another month. And we're going to, you know, there won't be so much lake traffic and so many people in the lake pretty soon. Right. Right. Exactly. And people still love the lake view. They still rent, but, um, but yeah, I, I wouldn't suggest getting in the water. No, in November. No, no. That's your Cindy straight advice for today. That's Don't get in the water in December. Yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. Well, I, I, and I wanted to just make a quick short show about this, about what we call STRs or short-term rentals. Uh, are you seeing anything with the length of the rental? Are those changing short, longer? Yeah, I think they're getting longer. Um, I, I know we still have that isolated demographic of travelers that are one night or at the casino and just don't drive home in one night. Um, and then you have your typical weekenders. But I think the number of um, five to seven day has increased for me this year. Anyway, um, I think people being able to work remotely has a lot to do with it. We have a lot of people inquire about our Internet speed and if we have isolated or dedicated um, desk space, stuff like that. So I think that's played a lot into it, too. Just sort of the ability to work remotely, you might as well go wherever you want to go. Yeah, I think the length of stay, it's it's been funny because, you know, we talked about it, the the time frame for the booking, you know, and you and I would look six months, eight months ago, we would look months out and go, okay, well, I've got part of this month booked and whatever. Right. And then it literally just stopped. I mean, set right after Labor Day, it just went and yep. stopped. And August was a record month. Thank you. We appreciate that. And September was not a record month, but when, when September started, September was kind of sketchy, you know? Mm-hmm. And by the end of September, I'm like, well, that was a pretty decent month, but you wouldn't have known it come the first five days of September, right? Yeah. You wouldn't have known it by the 15th. <laughs> you, I mean, I didn't know if we were, yeah, I didn't know what was going to happen either, but yeah, we did pretty good. We said our, our record month this year was July. Really? Really? And I, I find that funny, but what I was talking about, I'm sorry, I messed my own self up, but the, the booking dates I, it used to be, you know, six months ago, I had, a, I think my average six months ago was 2.3 days for a regular stay, which mm-hmm. that's a weekend plus, you know, a yeah. little whatever. And I think I'm probably averaging toward three and 3.2. Now they're stretching right. it out a little more. Uh, now, mm-hmm. let me ask this. When, when we see that booking, that booking uh, um, quantity, the number of bookings that come in the door, we see that number go down. How many of your customers go or your clients go, okay, well, you got to cut the rates Cindy. you got to price it down here, price it down here. Yeah, I do get that. And that doesn't always work, does it? No, no. Um, Being the least expensive guy on the, on the inquiry results, does it, does it make you the most um, attractive and, yeah. And if you're just cutting your rates to get rentals, I, I think you're shooting yourself in the foot. Uh, yeah. I think you could probably be better off marketing it a little bit differently or, or having a different picture or playing. I, you know, uh, you're, you're friends with John Cooksey, who's in hot Springs, who does hello, hot Springs, great venue and, and prayers for John. He's had some surgery and doing much better, but yeah, boy, it was yeah. Messy. All that to say, uh, John was talking about, he had a huge outdoor chess set 
it had big checkerboards on it and the chess pieces were three foot high. And that was one of the photos that he had for his rental. And people would come at that draw drew more people than a lower price. And you're thinking, well, you're kidding. No, no. I'm not people kidding. People come to make memories. People come to, to kick back and let loose and just have fun. And, and if you think you're going to have more fun at this place than that place, you're going to spend 50 more dollars a night or whatever <laughs> it takes. You know, that's what you're going for. You're not going, you know, because you need a place to lay your head between Memphis and Texas. So, so. Exactly. There, there's a Motel 6 down the street that can do exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah. If, if it's all about the price. We had a couple that um, uh, was driving through from Branson back to uh, Dallas, Dallas area. And <clears throat> it was Sunday afternoon. And she texted me and said, can I book this unit today? And I was like, well, yeah. And I'm going to, we're talking four o'clock in the afternoon. So, you know, they're going to check in in 30 minutes. I'm like, yeah, we always get our units ready and yeah, sure, sure. We can do that. And uh, it was, well, can you give us a discount? Well, can you do, can you do? And it was just, I mean, just, I'm like, oh, this is, this is the work part of, you know, Airbnbs and I'm replying and I'm answering. And she said, well, you know, we can get a price downtown for that. And, and I, I didn't want to, I love hot springs. I didn't want to diss hot springs, but I said, you're looking for someplace kind of quiet and get away. Like she said, oh yeah, that's what we're looking for. I said, let me tell you the dirty little secret of downtown hot springs. There's one road. There's one highway that goes through downtown, the police, the fire, the ambulance, the duck truck, dump trucks, the 18 wheelers and the cars with the thumping loud music all have to go down that road. So if you think you're going to get a nice, quiet place downtown, and I do mean downtown central, that kind of stuff. Um, no, probably not. Probably not. It's a beautiful place and it has its own unique flair and it's fantastic. It's, it's not what you're, if you want hustle and bustle, you'll get you some, even at 3 a.m. in the morning, you know. Uh, but she came out and stayed at, at Toro Del Mar, our house on the north side of the lake. And I knew exactly. I said, you know, would you like me to extend this another day? And she was like, oh, no, no, no. We've got to get back tomorrow. Within two hours of checking in, she said, now, is it available tomorrow? <laughs> yes, it is available tomorrow. It is so beautiful. And this is so nice. I'm a realtor. Would you want to sell this unit? I'm like, I didn't say no, but I didn't say, Hey, would you rent the boat? I'm like, Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Extend <laughs> the day, rent the boat. Uh, and, and, and Oh, by the way, number 13 Toro Del Mar is for sale. And, and we've already gone to look at it. We're looking at it too, but we really like yours more. Would you consider an offer? I'm like, yeah, I hadn't heard it yet, but I, I'll, I'll, I'll listen to numbers. I'll listen to numbers. How, how does that fit to your world? Do you get these kind of scenarios too? Yes, we do. We have a lot of people that once they get here, they act, they want to add nights. Like getting back home is not that important anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but people don't know what they don't know and they don't know until they get here. So That's I, very, I get well, very well put, very well put. And you and I have to be gracious 24, seven, 365, little smile, be ready to help everybody. And not go, well, I told you, you were going to know on another night. Come on. Why didn't you, but, but you're right. They don't know what they don't know. Right. Right. What's your, what's your most common surprise moment for your customers? Your, your clients go, oh, I didn't know there were nine golf courses or 11 lakes or, I mean, what, what, what's the most common when you hear? Um, really? I think it's the people. I mean, really? most of them kind of already know we have some golf courses, the lakes. 
didn't know it was going to be this pretty, didn't know it was this wooded. I get that a lot, but it's like, man, everybody in the village is so nice. I think that is the most common compliment that anybody pays the village is the people are so nice here. Well, and I've, all I've, the neighbors came to say hi to yeah. me and yeah. And, and I've joked about this. Together, everything. Yeah, well, and the number of, of get-togethers and everything else. Yeah, exactly. And, Even and, friendliness at restaurants. And, stuff. And, and I've said this before. I've said this before. You can fake a place like this. You could put a skin up. You could put up buildings. You could make the buildings cheap and fake. You could whatever. You can't fake the people. Mm-mm. The people are just genuinely nice. We know people people that at the at, at the restaurant go, hey, I like your car. Is that what is that? Is that a da-da-da? And just start yeah. up a conversation. And yeah. you can spot. Cindy, we can spot the Yankees. You know why? Because when you say something to them, they go. Why are you talking to me? Why are you talking to me? I didn't hit your car. Why why are we talking? You just just randomly start talking to a stranger? Yeah, Yeah, that's what we do. We're in the South. That's what we do. That's what we do. (laughs) We talk to anybody. (laughs) We're all lonely. We're all... (laughs) It reminds me of a, we, we were going down the down an old country road one time and a little dog got out and he started chasing down the road. And my dad said, slow down, slow down. I said, well, okay. He said, whoa, whoa, whoa. You don't know. He said, this dog only sees one or two cars a day. <laughs> he said, you want to help him make the most out of it. <laughs> Anyway, anyway, I just wanted to do a quick session with you. Any other questions or points you want to bring up about short terms? Well, I think I, I, I don't really want anybody to have any false inklings that um, this is the, the way to make your fortune. I, I know if it's done properly, it, it's a profitable business. Um, if you're having to finance and offer 25 over asking, which was already jacked up 30,000 over what it was worth, you're going to just get yourself in a bind. And um, I, if you've got money sitting in the bank drawing, no interest at all, you might as well be making a few hundred bucks a month. You know, yeah. um, that's a whole different story, but I, I, I would hate to see somebody get themselves in the bind, buying a short-term rental and get upside down on it. And we're not talking about the number of units you have. I'm not going to ask that, but I know it's a significant number, but of that significant number, you got somebody who's in a bind a bit, right? Yeah, I got a couple of people in a bind right now. And it, mm-hmm. it just, there's no promises in this business, you know, and, and it has been so weird since 2019. I mean, it all the trends change every three to four months. You have booking windows shrinking, enlarging. You have demographics on who's renting, changing constantly. Um, everything. I mean, it just cha- it's changed so much. It's just so unpredictable. And the only thing predictable is people are going to need a place to stay. And, and it, it might not be this month. But it'll be next month. It might be great next year. Maybe it wasn't so great this year. Um, like we were talking about, you, you might be booked two months in advance. You might be waiting till Friday night to see who's coming this weekend. I mean, you, it's just a very unpredictable thing. So if you're secure and you're stable, it's a, it's a great business. If, if you're out on a limb, it, it might not be. Might not be worth the stress level. I'll Might not be the way. time to do it. And, and, you know, so I'm sleeping with the CPA. Okay. Just don't. Yeah. You know, right. Okay. And so at the end of every year, I'm a really simple guy. I've been a businessman for 35 years and I'm a really simple guy. I'm like, okay, do we make money? Do we not make money? What's the number? 
Well, it's not that simple. We mean it's not that simple. We did or we didn't. Come on. Yes. Yes. No. Yes. No. I, I'm, I'm binary. Yeah. Okay. Yes. No. And, and the answer to the question that we find repeatedly is we've been able to improve the value of the properties. We've been able to improve the properties and we've been able to really seriously pay down our note. And I'll tell you why. And I'll tell my inside story. Uh, with our vest, we have five, one arms. We have a five, one that resets every five years. We've been able to track that number down. Guess what? In the next couple of years, we're not going to be able to track that number down anymore. So every month we have a unit here that our, our monthly payment is $1,200 a month. Okay. Now we bought this four years ago, three years ago, $1,200 a month of that $1,200, including tax 954 goes to principal every month. If you could do that on your home loan, oh my Lord, oh my Lord. Now I, I, I don't get excited about paying down roughly a thousand dollars a month, but after 48 months, I look at the statement and I go, well, we've got a lot of equity in this property. Number one, it's going up. The, 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 the cost we owe on it's going down significantly and we're still making income off of it. Man, why would we dare sell that? Right? So and not everybody's in that position with the, with the, uh, the interest rates. And I understand that. And we may not be in that interest this time, this position next year. So um, uh, buyer be warned. Is that fair? I think so. Do you still have people coming in and, and saying, well, you know, because uh, uh, let's explain how it works at Remax. Duh. Cindy straight Remax. <laughs> I should have brought this up at the beginning. Cindy straight is the, Re the Remax director for short-term rentals as rentals or not just short-term and some long-term are, are, are buyers still coming into the, to the uh, uh, agents and going, Hey, I want to buy something. And then I'm going to rent it out. I mean, you hear yes. that every day. Um, at least once a week. Really? Yes. There, there's not a lot of inventory right now. I'm not saying that they're, they're getting what they asked for, but, uh, but yeah, it's still, it's still a thing, but you have to look at it from their perspective too. If they're, if they're in California, and they can dump a $500,000 home and maybe buy one in Colorado and one in Arkansas and one in Missouri and turn them into rentals for the exact same price. Wow. Why, why would you stay there? Yeah. And why would you not liquidate and, and go diversify across the country? So we sure. get a lot of that. Really? Yeah. Well, you know, we had Clara on this last weekend and we were talking about cash buyers and she said, there's still a lot of cash buyers coming in the market. Yeah, and, and, and are they cashing out from higher end properties and coming back down, like you say? Yeah, I've seen that. I, I'm not going to say it's, it's not even it, it's maybe 40 percent of them are that really or or they've just decided they have cash sitting around, not earning anything anywhere. They don't want to put it in the stock market and might as well buy a rental and then at least you own some property. Well, I told you about the guy that was moving here from California who is here now and they were selling two houses, one in Sacramento, one in uh, um, um, San Francisco, and they were only going to have about 1.1 million when they got here. Mm -hmm. Could they get a nice four bedroom, you know, uh, for 1.1 yeah. million? I'm like, well, which end of the lake would you like to buy? You want the Western yes. or the Eastern? Cause exactly. you can have the whole half, whole thing. The, you know, yeah. 1.1 goes a long, long, long way here. And just like the lady that stayed at Toro Del Mar over the weekend, uh, she was like, well, you know, my husband is used to working in the petrochemical industry. Okay, well, that, that industry usually pays really well. Well, but can we get a job around here like that? Probably not. But housing is going to be a quarter 
or, or a third of, and, and taxes are going to be a whole lot less than that in Texas. So, you know, you have to reevaluate where the ground is, where the floor is, right? Exactly. Exactly. Well, for Hot Springs Village, I'm Dennis Simpson. She's Cindy Strait with Remax Rentals, and it was great to have her again. Cindy, we'll see you next time, okay? Adios. Thanks, dear. Thanks for listening to another episode of Hot Springs Village Inside Out, a podcast where Hot Springs Village, Arkansas is the star. Please subscribe to the podcast. You can do that by visiting our website, hsvinsideout.com, and tell a friend.